I'm going to try waiting a little bit. All right. I think I think we're live now. You know, a long time ago, someone mentioned that I start talking too fast. And so when the live stream starts, I'm like mid-sentence. So I'm going to try waiting a little bit longer before I start today. But I think now everyone's here because now I can start seeing some stuff happen. So let's get started. Yo, what's going on? It is 1 p.m. here in Crystal Lake, Illinois. It means it's time for another live stream. Today is... What day is it today? Friday. Today's Friday. Friday, Friday, Friday. We made it to the weekend, guys. Oh, boy, it's been a long week. The week after I come back from a trip is always really hard because I'm ready to dive back into family life and stuff. But I also have, like, videos that I need to make that are somewhat time sensitive. And so, like, I've just been, like, trying to crank on videos as much as I can. But it's hard. Uh, my daughter had our last cheerleading game of the season, and then we went out to dinner to celebrate the season and stuff like that. And then, uh, then there's gymnastics and rock climbing and all sorts of other stuff throughout the day that I got to take care of. Not that I got to take care of, that I can't wait to be at. But um, yeah, I'm still all discombobulated. I've been missing appointments and stuff like that, like crazy. So I'm just like a little behind. But maybe I can re group over the weekend and get settled oh yeah that's kind of like the least enthusiastic friday intro i feel like I've ever had sorry about that guys everyone listening on the podcast hopefully you're having a better friday or maybe saturday morning than i'm having a friday i'm still my mind's in a little bit of a fog but you know what i had a good workout today a little bit frustrating though because i brought the new insta 360 camera with me and the insta 360 did what insta 360 always does and it gave me great hope and then a lot of disappointment. We could talk about that a little bit more. It's not maybe, maybe I'm being melodramatic, but we could talk about that a little bit more. But uh, let's also say hi to everyone listening in the live stream, in the in YouTube later, but not live. Uh, welcome to you guys. I said hi to some of your dogs yesterday. And today I did get some uh, messages from people who are podcast only listeners so we'll say hi to those pets today i, I mean i i love this segment i'm surprised that you guys like it as well we can keep doing it as long as you guys are interested in doing it <laughs> but we've got some i got some pet names we'll do some cats today too if you got a really weird pet maybe you've got like an iguana or something this is a running live stream someone's got an iguana here for sure. So if you got an iguana that listens to this, because this is the number one running live stream to listen to on YouTube for people that have pets. If you got like a, an exotic animal that watches, let me know. Someone yesterday, remember we said hi to Nola yesterday? <laughs> Nola's owner sent me a, a video of Nola listening to the to the live stream and it was super, super cute. So <laughs> there's that. All right. <clears throat> Today we got a box. Calvin Hong says underwhelming race shoe. I think it's something we've either already seen or it's a pretty unpopular shoe. My guess would be the former, like a different colorway of a shoe from this year. I think you've got you've got to figure it out. Um, the reason why I want to say it was an underwhelming race shoe, it is a race shoe, and it is one that I'm pretty excited about. Um testing it's one that you guys have been asking me to test for a long time it's just not new so that's that's the only thing um and so you know there's a lot of new shoes that are floating around instagram right now uh and it's, it's not any of those um just so you know but i am working on a reel for the fast r2 i think i think that review will come out probably next week i've run in it three times already so i think i have plenty of information for to make that review so that'll probably be next week the ghost max i might do before the fast r2 because the fast r2 i kind of think of as a 2024 shoe the ghost max is definitely a 2023 shoe so i kind of want to do you know first thing first although part of me is like hmm i don't know if like believe believe in the run doesn't seem to have any photos of the fast r2 so maybe i could scoop them you know but i don't really care about scoops and stuff like that I'm, very, I'm, I'm lucky enough that I, my channel doesn't have to worry about that too much. Uh, okay. Let's see who else we got here. Uh, I saw Mark is in here. Says, hey, everyone, back to running again after a two-week break. Actually have run twice since yesterday's live stream because that's just how the timing worked out. Oh, okay. So you did like yesterday after the live stream and then today in the morning. And he said, feeling pretty good. That's good. Terrence, uh, uh-oh, came back from CIM with COVID. It's doing quite the number on me. That's what happened to me last year. I was, it's not Tracksmith's fault, but I, it was at the Tracksmith after party. 
I know this because um, someone that I was sitting next to and talking to for quite a while, uh, like messaged me the next day and was like, I feel terrible. I tested positive, uh, just so you know, since we were chatting for like half an hour. Um, so that's what happened to me. Um, sorry to hear that, Terrence. That stinks. That stinks. Um, yeah. I guess this is a good time to remind everyone that there are updated vaccines available. My wife got hers two days ago. I got mine right around Chicago Marathon time, so I've had it for a little bit. Um, but that's also available too. Not to say that Terrence did or didn't get one, but you know, just saying it's a good time to remind people. Uh, Brian Guzman says, yo, what's going on? I got to meet you at your CIM Shakeout and just ordered the Adazero SL for $48 on the Adidas site. Hope it works well. That's a great price for that shoe. I mean, I mean, it's like, that's the fun. That's the, such a confusing thing about that shoot, right? So you think like, all right, they've had the SL for a long time, and that was kind of like their budget daily trainer. And then they're like, oh, Adazero SL, they wanted to make a premium daily trainer. And then they price it just like the regular SL. I don't know. Adidas pricing, they're either incredibly smart or incredibly stupid. I'm not sure. That I don't usually use that word, but that's a quote from the movie uh, Enemy of the State. One of my favorite movies, by the way. Um, all right, Leon Dory says, all right, he's trying to make the work, the, the live stream a work from home stable. Just don't tell my boss. I won't tell him if you don't, you know, so welcome back, Liam. Mm. Mandy Perilla LeBlanc says, hello all. Hope everyone is doing well. Does anyone know if Mer Berlin allows deferrals? I don't know. I don't, they may, I don't know what's their, like, maybe if someone's, I, I don't know. New York just started doing pregnancy deferrals, but that seems to be a relatively new thing. But again, we're dealing with Europe. They're usually better about that maternity stuff. So I don't know, but I don't know if there's just like, yeah, I got in this year, but I just don't know if I can go this year. I don't know if there's deferrals for that reason. I'm not sure about that. Mm. <laughs> Juliana, Juliana says, she does have a bearded dragon. Name is Ziggy. Ziggy Zoom. <laughs> All right, is it time? Is it? It's time for Hello Good Doc. I get, let's say it's all time for Hello Good Doc. <laughs> for those of you who have dogs or cats that listen to the live stream, this this segment is for you. Today's uh, animals that I'm going to be highlighting are one people that messaged me about their animals uh, because they listen to the audio only, and then now since Julian is here and she has an exotic pet. Um, this actually came through to me on Strava, but I, I did not turn on my Strava DMs, even though I invited people to message me through Strava DMs. So I didn't turn them on, but people in the comments got me their dog's name. So um, Kevin Ankrum has two dogs, two pugs. I feel like if you're gonna get a pug, you should get a second pug. That's a good, that's a good dog bread, dog bread. Uh, but Kevin's dogs are Sage and Sawyer. All right, come here, Sage, Sawyer, come here, come here, boys. Come on. Sage, Sawyer, good dogs. You guys are good dogs. <laughs> and Joseph Lefferts has a husky. Um, the, do the dog's name is Kimber, a.k.a. Jody Husky Kimber Sanders. Okay, that's a long name. Uh, so we'll go with Co Kimber. Kimber. Kimber, here, girl. I think, is Kimber a girl? I think Kimber's your girl. Kimber. Kimber. Kimber, good dog. Kimber, who's a good dog? Kimber's a good dog. And then I don't know how to call a bearded dragon, but Juliana's got a bearded dragon named Ziggy. Ziggity Zoom. Ziggity Zoom. Ziggy. Ziggy. I'm going to pretend I'm tapping on the glass. Not that I would ever tap on the glass of an of a actual lizard, but I'm going to tap on... <laughs> I don't know how else to call a lizard. <laughs> Juliana, how do you... How do you interact with your bearded dragon other than picking him up? I have questions. <laughs> Calvin Hong says, now this is quality content. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, Luis's dog Canelo definitely likes the whistling. And Aaron Barlow says, that whistle makes my dog as we go crazy every time. <laughs> I, I don't... I, why is this so good? I don't. I don't know why. Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe it's just a weird. Like this is our. This is our little culture here. <laughs> I love it. Uh, okay, that was fun. Thanks, guys. Uh, next time we'll do more live stream dogs. 
I know there's there's still a lot of people telling me their their dogs on the live stream, so we'll have to do it. Um, Andrew Scott says, by the way, Coast Threads stream is a gem. Yeah, I've 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 missed like Twitter and the kind of voice that it allows you to have over there. It lets you be a little bit more conversational, a little bit more kind of like I guess hot take ish. I don't know. Is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? But I haven't used Twitter in a long time. And I've been on threads. I've been having fun there. I did post today about um, a Strava DM related story involving Malcolm Gladwell, which maybe is not that fun of a story, but I think it's a pretty funny story. I've been sitting on that one for a long time. The main reason being I didn't want to draw attention to it. If you got, yeah, you guys go check it out. You'll understand. And then also I posted my first thoughts on the Insta360 Ace Pro. Remember I complained before with both the Insta360 Go and I believe that, and I believe one of the Insta360 One X cameras, that when you record in their slow motion modes, it cuts off your audio. The Ace Pro does the same thing. It's super annoying. And then Ethan Newberry, Ginger Runner, responded why he thinks that is and i was just like this makes no sense i mean i understand the rationale but it's just such a poor decision it's, it's an unnecessary decision doesn't make any sense so yeah so some of my frustrations over there something i like it to be things that i think are funny or fun um so yeah that's that's been I, i'm glad you're over there andrew thanks uh all right vinnie b says he's 50 50 later live for our live versus uh later not live and it's good to be here today i'm glad to have you here today vinnie um and juliana reminds us that kara goucher has a bearded dragon too well technically it's her son's bearded dragon but i i mean she's talked about it that like i don't think she doesn't think that her son's gonna take the bearded dragon to college even i mean they're they live a long time apparently and uh her son is my daughter's age i think he's a year older maybe two um, but so similar age similar ish ages and that's still a long time away but it seems like she's becoming friends with the bearded dragon and it's it's that's also very funny mm. average runner is here says omg tjf i made it to the stream welcome glad to have you here and Martha says, okay, this tech talk gives me a chance to say goodbye without regrets. I'll watch the rest later. We have an appointment. Bye. Or have a good appointment, Martha. See you later. Johnny Dodgen says, this is calling out for a compilation for dog call-outs on reels with no context to confuse folks that don't into the run club. Okay. I'll, I'll see. I'll, I'll, see if I can get Dan, I'll see if I can get Daniel to um, make a super cut of the, of the dog, dog call-outs for Hello Good Dog. Uh, maybe we'll have to start marking like what time in the hour it is. All right, it's thirteen thirty, so it's like it was like thirteen minutes in, maybe twelve minutes in. Almost, uh, where's my pen? I don't know where my notebook went. Oh, it's over there. I got a piece of paper here, though. Okay, today's Friday. Twelve minutes. Okay. We'll start keeping a tally. After like four or five days, I'll send I'll send them like, hey, here, check these days and make a super cut. <laughs> All right. Daniel Burton says, I'm excited for the box. All right. Let's get to the box today. Uh, Calvin was pretty spot on. Here's another hint to what's in the box. It says, uh, you guys might recognize it. Um, it's different than the boxes that this brand used to use, but now they're offsetting 100% of the carbon emissions for this shipment. And it's a different kind of cardboard box. Before, I think they, was it just, did it just come in an orange box? Oh, and it came in a box that said the brand on it. So that's what brand this is. You guys can probably figure that out. Um, Andrew Cho figured it out right away. It's a Nike box. That's right. Uh, oh, but first we get to that. Let's do this. Diggity DJ says, first half marathon tomorrow. Wish me luck. Can't wait. Shooting for one hour 35. Awesome. Well, good luck tomorrow. You're going to have to let us know how it goes back on Monday. All right. Um, okay. 
It is uh, a swooshy box. Let's see what's inside here. I'm pretty confident this one is not a fake. Although, where are my fakes? Oh, oh man, I meant to go. <sighs> I meant to go get it so I can compare the weight of my fake to my real. But I did finally pick up a pair of the Alpha Fly 2. Um, I saw this one and it matches the Vaporfly 3 that I just tested a little while ago. I know I'm late to testing all these shoes, but I felt like I should test them before the end of 2023. So here it is. It is much lighter. The fake one that I bought on eBay was like 14 ounces. This is about half that weight, um, even with the little cardboard thing in here. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's an Alpha Fly 2. Looks nice. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to test this, test this one, especially since my only other experience in this shoe is with uh, the fake one, you know? I mean, I tried Alpha Fly 1. I've had many, I've had multiple Alpha Fly 1s. But yeah, so here we go. Here's that one. And it's the same like black and like rose gold. I, guys, I got to tell you, I do really like like this like kind of it's, is this this is not rose gold but it's kind of like pinky gold i like pinky gold i like rose gold i my for a long time all the youtube videos on the channel were edited on a rose gold macbook air um and you guys know about my suitcase which is like a pink suitcase thomas was making fun of me for it um but like to me i don't really see the pink i don't think it's my color blindness it just looks like a different kind of gold maybe a little bit brassy you know i know brass is a very different color too but it's just a different and it's not as like gaudy as like pure pure gold color can be i just kind of like the pinky golds they don't look pink to me so there we go rainer says i don't see rose gold just regular gold what's the name of this color <clears throat> oh okay it says black metallic gold grain and sale so the white is not white it's sale there's black and then metallic gold grain i thought i saw somewhere at least on maybe on the vapor fly three um that looks just like this one that said something about pink in the gold i could be mistaken i think it looks nice it's a good i mean they've always done a good job with their designs but yeah all right we'll give this one a we'll give this one a try Jason says, you could just call that gold. All right, I'm just going to call it gold then. I feel better. I mean, I like rose. I'm no, no shame on rose gold, but yeah. Uh, Andrew says, any reason why you waited to test the chew? Consider Alpha Fly 3 is coming out next month. That's the main reason. Um, I wanted to make sure that I still was able to buy an Alpha Fly 2 before the Alpha Fly 3 came out, just so I could have the vocabulary. And I mentioned this in my reel that I posted a little while ago when I got the Alpha Fly, the Vaporfly 3, is that, you know, I still don't love running in Nike stuff, but um, it's useful for me and useful for you guys if I have that as part of my repertoire of experiences to draw from when it comes to making recommendations, comparing to what's best in class or not. So I've been basically putting it off as long as I could. And now we're like at the end of the year. And um, whenever there's another big marathon coming up, Alpha Flies become hard to get. Vapor Flies become hard to get. Everyone's like, Vapor Flies are only $175. It's so cheap. And I'm like, not when it's a marathon time. Uh, then they're $250 or sometimes $260, you know? So, you know, uh, I just, I was buying it as buying it now because it's overdue and also if i wait any longer it might be hard to get so there we go uh yeah Kevin Hong says it's a frame of reference for most runners that's another good way to really good way to put it Kevin says i get why you don't love running in the brand but as a review i think it's a bit different of a circumstance than an individual consumer yeah i mean i've kind of painted myself into a corner you know um so that's why i'm buying the shoe i'm spending more money on nike shoes than most people in the world are in a single year i think i've dropped about two grand on nike shoes this year maybe more um so yeah so i'm buying them and i'm testing them i just probably won't make review videos about them but if you have questions 
I'll still make real. I'll make reels. Reels are easy. They're not a huge commitment. So, uh, yeah. Mark says there's one colorway of the Vaporfly three that's two seventy. See, they're slowly creeping. I think I don't know if the, like Nike's long term pricing strategy was to always like in off off times, in between marathons, um, cut the price so that everyone is used to seeing one seventy five. So that way, when other shoes come out at like like the Slap Phantasm two that came out at two seventy five. Um, what else we got here? Mm, uh, these are my racing shoes currently in this line, but you know what I mean, like or the Dwarfin Elite or the Cloud Boom Echo Three. You know when those shoes come out and people are like, mm, yeah, but you can get a Vaporfly for one seventy five. See what I'm saying? Everything seems expensive, but then oh well, this is the full price, and I do have a marathon coming up in a month, so I guess I'll pay this two seventy. You don't. You still think in your mind that it's like one seventy five, two hundred bucks. You know, I don't know if that's intentionally the thing, but I think that's what's happening. And Jeremy Kahn says it's fake scarcity. Knowing serious runners will pay up for epicness. You can't put a price on that, you know. So, <sighs> Lauren says two thousand a year is on the lower end for Nike shoe fans. Yeah, but it's on the very high end for anti-Nike people. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I mean, I'm looking over there. I have them. They're all in, sitting in a pile over there. There's a pair of Alpha Fly 1s, Vapor Fly 2s, Vapor Fly 3s, a pair of fake Alpha Fly 2s, Alpha Fly 2s, Invincible 3, Peg Trail 4 Gore Tex, Peg 40 Customs. I think that's it. It's a lot of shoes. It might be more than two. I think two grand's probably right on it. I don't know. Not that the Alpha Fly Fake 2 counts, really counts, but. Oh, yeah, the Vomero. Yeah. Oh, and then I bought a pair of Zoom Streaks. Uh, I bought a couple of used pairs of Peg Turbo 2s. I think those are still down here. Oh, another pair of Epic React 2s. That was all this year. So that's, I don't know, maybe it was more than two grand. I don't know. Oh, Cobalt Blue says, speaking of discounts, Adidas has the Adazero Adios Pro 3 for 175 in the app. That's a fantastic price. Guys, if you're thinking about getting that shoe for your race, go get it now. Just get it because it's not it's not going to be cheaper later. If anything, it'll be more expensive later. So, And Calvin says, you know, when we're doing the tally, don't count. Well, the used Turbo 2s were pretty cheap. So it was like less than 100 for the two of them. But yeah. Andrew Scott says Turbo 4 images are starting to leak. Yeah, I've seen that. What's the Turbo 3? The Turbo Next Nate, the Turbo Nature? Are they counting that as the 3? I don't when I see the 4, I'm like, where where was 3? It's like Spaceballs. Do you remember the movie Spaceballs? Growing up, everyone I knew was certain that there was a this was on the age of before the internet, right? Everyone I knew knew that there was going to be a Spaceball sequel being to be made. And everyone had different ideas as what the, the name would be. Um, and I was always convinced that the Spaceball sequels was going to be Spaceballs 3, The Search for 2. But then I met someone like as an adult, and I think this conversation happened like a, less than a couple of months ago. And they were also convinced that there was supposed to be a Spaceball sequel that never got made. But they had a completely different idea of what the title was supposed to be. Do you got, what did you guys think that the Spaceball sequel was going to be? And does anyone know why it was never made? I mean, was it, they were just like, we're done with this, we're good? Or just like, they just couldn't get the actors or what? I don't know. Luis is still waiting for the sequel too. I, mean, I know, right? Yeah, Mark Peterson said like the, the name was going to be goofy, like Naked Gun 2 and a half or 33 and a third. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Andrew Scott says that the tur what they're counting as Turbo 3 was the Turbo Next Nature. Ugh. Why? They never called it a 3 at the time. Why didn't they just call it 3? I don't know. Why, why, what's the deal with calling it a 4? I don't know. Scott Hilton wants to know, recovery shoes, Topa, Hoka, Kane, etc. Do they actually do anything different than just another good shoe to wear that you don't run in? Oh, like recovery walking shoes? Or like recovery slides i like the recovery slides in the summertime just because one 
uh, it's summer and it's hot, so I don't want to be wearing a shoe. But usually slides are comfortable because then that pinky toe isn't getting crunched in by something. Um, and the, the foams are just really comfy. The Hoka one is a little bit more firm. It's like Bondi firm. I, I'm convinced they just took the same design for the Bondi outsole, like maybe the Bondi 7 outsole, and then put a slide on top. You know, just like the strap on the top of the foot. Um, but yeah, it's just comfy. Some of them are extra squishy. Some of them are firm and like kind of pokey. My, you know what my favorite recovery slide is though? Uh, as far as recovery, like the most comfortable one that I have is the Asics 3D printed one. But I think like the old school, most recovery recovery one that I feel like is the most stimulating for your feet. And that's the idea. It's like stimulates your feet too to increase blood flow and encourage circulation is the Adidas pokey ones. You know, the kind that everyone's Asian grandma has. Everyone who's Asian, their grandma had, had them. You know, the Adidas slide and with all the nubs. That, that is my favorite. I almost bought another pair the other day. But then I keep hoping like, oh, I'm doing more work with Adidas. Maybe they'll just send me a pair at some point. And I'm like, it's $30. I should just get it. Now I regret not picking it up that day. I think I was at like Dick's or something. I don't know. Mm. Oh, Mark Peterson says, well, was part of it that Rick Moranis walked away from acting to care for his kids when his wife died? Oh, that would explain a lot. I forgot about that. Wait, but was Space, Space Walls was before Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, though, wasn't it? Or was it afterwards? I thought it was... Mm, actually, it might have been after. Hmm. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Calvin Hong. This, this ones I'm talking about are the Adelette shower slides. That's the one. That's the best one. Like, they reached peak technology whenever those came out in, like, the early 90s. Is that when those? I feel like that's when they came out. I've never tried the um, the Kane ones, but I think I think the Matt Choi Kane collab drops today. I'm gonna have to try and buy some of those. Those those will be my first Kanes. And average runner says, "OMG, RIP my uh, Adidas Pokey ones. I had them for so long. I feel like we should bring them. I'm gonna bring them back. I mean, they're already back. They're they've never in many ways. Bog Big Boy has never left. Um, they've never left. They still sell them, but I'm going to start bringing them to races and stuff because that's, that's a good one. Uh, Nadia, hey, what's going on, Nadia? She says, Velus recovery sandals have some great slides and flips with arch support and a stable heel cup. Well, that's interesting. I found Hoka to be too firm for me and the Ufos to be un too unstable. See, I, I just love everything that's unstable. I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, I like it. I like the chaos. I like it. I like it super, super squishy. Um, I, lo I love Ufos. Ufos are my favorite. But if you are going to be doing a lot of walking around, the Ufos get fatiguing very quickly because you're just your toes are like grabbing into them because they're trying to push off and it's just mushy. So that's the only thing. If you're going to be lounging a lot, Ufos, I think, are great. And then occasionally having to stand up, the Ufos are great. Like I like them at, uh, yeah, at the pool, they're good because you don't really walk around too much at the pool. But that's just summertime it's nice but if i am walking then i can't if i'm walking a lot the hookah ones are pretty good but i agree with you that they're they're firmer than they need to be all right sleeve singer says spaceballs came out in june 1987 and honey shrunk the kids came out in june 1989 and there was two more I don't know what the name of the other ones were. I thought there were two more Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. You know? Lisa, Spaceballs was never expected to have a sequel. Uh, I think there's an interview where they explained that all the sequel stuff was a rumor, if I remember well. Didn't they specifically reference a sequel at the end of the movie? I thought that they did. I don't know. JJ and Zena says, I could see Co talking about running brand slides on here but he's really chilling with his gucci slides i've never had any gucci anything i don't think no i don't have not had gucci anything 
Mm, yeah. No, I don't have any Gucci sides. Um, but that that kind of reminds me. Have you you guys have seen um the news about Taylor Swift, right? And from a runner's perspective, you've seen like the quote, like Sidious. I saw Sidious Mag report on it first about how like Taylor Swift trained for her Eras tour by singing the entire set while on the treadmill, running fast during the fast songs and then walking during the slow songs. And it would be three hours a day on there. And Sidious called it the Eras fart like, which I think is pretty fun. But the moment I saw that, I'm like, and what shoes was she using? What treadmill was she on? How many miles did she run? And how many pairs of shoes did she go through? Because it had to have been a lot. If you're doing three hours a day, seven days a week, let's say even she's just doing five days a week, 15 hours on feet in a shoe, that's a lot of miles. You're going to need a new pair of shoes like three every three weeks. You know? I know she's not running the entire time. She's running and walking, and it's a mixture of things. But even so, you're still on feet. And so I think three to four weeks, she's going to need a new shoe. Which did she wear? And so I know that I'm never going to be able to get the answer to that. And so I have already messaged. I have run it up the flagpole to um, our, our basically our running champion. I messaged Allie Feller. I was like, can you please ask Taylor Swift? what shoes she wore when she was on the treadmill and how many miles she logged and how many pairs of shoes she went through. You're our only hope. And she's like, I'm on it. I have so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I gotta get my plug here. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really dying and hoping for Ali Feller to be able to interview Taylor Swift about running. No, who else is going to get that interview that can, that has the chops to ask the running questions we actually really want to know? I, I don't know. I don't know. Juliana says, oh, well, yes, Ali would be the, the one to, to get to ask. Perfect. I know. I know. I thought of her immediately. You know, Jess B says, now this is the content I've been looking for. And here's where the Gucci connection comes in. People were telling me she probably has custom shoes because they were saying like she has this custom fancy shoes, shoe wear mate. I, I wasn't familiar with the designer, but she had a very specific special fancy shoe or designer shoe mate. I don't want to say fancy designer shoe mate for, for the show, for the tour. And so she said she probably had a, a that designer design a running shoe for her. And I'm like, mm -mm, probably not. So, yeah, I don't know. Mark says, I don't know if she can afford new running shoes every three weeks. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Jason wants to know what gel she took. Yeah, what's the nutrition like? I'm guessing she probably didn't take gels. If she's on the treadmill doing it, she probably had water bottles, maybe snacks. I feel like maybe gummies, you know, um, but water bottles and gummies. I don't know. I could see it being I, I i would guess scratch i don't think she's gonna be gatorade she's not basic i'm basic i love i i love gatorade the, i mean scratch tailwind all are great um but gatorade i could get it at the grocery store the price per serving is super cheap and it kind of gets the job mm. Mm. And Michi says she probably had to be dazzled shoes. I don't know. I feel like she probably was serious. I probably, I, you know, and I met, I talked about this on threads too, but like, um, I feel like we would be like, we would, if she said like, what shoes, I bet you it would be a rotation of shoes. So it wouldn't be the same shoe five days in a row. Um, and I bet you we'd be like, oh, okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Impressive. She knows what she's talking about. That's what, that's what I feel like. Mm. Jennifer Herring said, if she made her own shoe, it would be called the Swifty. How awesome would it be if she did it with like um, Allison Felix and it was like the Sage, there's the Sage 
there's an Alice and Felix shoe and then a Swifty, that'd be amazing. I I would buy that in a women's size and make it work. I'm not. I don't really. I'm not super familiar with. The, I'm very familiar with the music because I have two daughters, but um, and that's all we ever listen to in the house. But like, um, it's not what I put on when I go running. But I I love her as a person. She's great, um, and she's good to her community, and she has a good community. And I feel like if she made a shoe, people would. If she put her name on a shoe, people would buy it. You know. Stephen C. Nineteen eighty four says she watched Ed Bud to find out which running shoe is the best gig shoe. <laughs> That's probably. <laughs> Can you imagine if she's like, "Yeah, I've been watching this British guy, Ed Bud, because we had a musical connection." So I feel like this guy knows what's up. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> uh, all right, there's that spam call that comes every day again. Do you guys hear that ring? Do you guys hear the ring when it comes through, or does it just do I just hear it? I don't know. Mm, and Kuvang says like Taylor Swift is all that Robbie's kids listen to. I, yeah, I feel like I feel like that's great. I don't I don't understand why Robbie's so mad about the Taylor Swift. I don't understand why a lot a lot of dads are mad about their kids listening to so much Taylor Swift. I think it's fine. Uh, Luis wants to know if Taylor Swift put her training on Strava. If not, I don't believe her. Um, I'm guessing she might have a private account. You know. And CV76 says Kofuzi is more of a Celine Dion fan. I'm not really a Celine Dion fan. I'm not I'm not that familiar with a lot of her music. You know who is a Celine Dion fan? Allie Feller is a big Celine Dion fan. She's also a Swifty as well. But you know. Calvin says, imagine Taylor Swift BQing. You no, it would be impossible to get into the Boston Marathon after that. If she was like, I'm trying to BQ, and if she like, if she ran Boston, then then like, there would be the the next year it would be like 98 percent women in the Boston Marathon, and none of us would get to run. It would be amazing to watch. That'd be so cool. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't really see that happening. I don't know. I feel like she's so famous. She can't do that. You know what I mean? I don't know. All right, you guys are saying, yeah, they do. They do. You guys do hear it when the phone rings. <laughs> I don't know how to disconnect that or turn that off, because I still need to have Wi-Fi on to to do the live stream. I don't know. Daniel Burton says maybe it's Taylor calling. Someone wants to tell. Maybe she wants to join in on the live. Maybe. Steven C1984 says, are Taylor Swift fans old enough to qualify for Boston? Sure they are. I mean, I can think of, of pro there, there are pro runners and retired pro runners that are that are Swifty fan that are Swifties, Taylor Swift fans. Kara Goucher is a big Taylor Swift fan. Emma Coburn is a is a big Taylor Swift fan. Uh, I'm trying to think who else I can think of off the top of my head. Those are the two that come to mind right away. Stevie 76 says Nick Bear could be Taylor's bodyguard. Yeah, but then who's going to bodyguard Nick Bear? Because he's going to get swarmed too. People are going to want to run with him. Who do you think would who do you think would get the bigger Forrest Gump like crowd? Let's say both of them are like, I'm going to run across the country. Right? You know, in Forrest Gump, he's got that like crowd of people that are like 200 yards behind him. Who would have the bigger following? Taylor Swift or Nick Bear? in like a running across the country. Now keep in mind, most of those people didn't run across the entire country is my guess from the way the movie is uh, depicted. But it's just like one of those things where I'm like, you know, someone jumps in for a day and they do 30 miles. Like when I watched uh, Man V Miles run across Europe along the Danube, he had people joining him for like a day at a time, you know? Um, who do you think would have more people follow him? Nick Bear. I I would probably say Nick Bear. Yeah. But some of you say Taylor, which I could totally see. 
Because then, it, can you imagine as it goes through Colorado, as Taylor Swift in, in this imaginary hypothetical is going through Colorado, she picks up Kara Goucher and Emma Coburn, and probably three quarters of Boulder. You know, like I just feel like that, that it, it could gain momentum. <laughs> uh, Average Jordan says Taylor could grow the sport in a way that nobody could. Just saying, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and Jeremy Carroll says, but Kipchoge is a Carly Clarkson fan. <laughs> that is one of my favorite facts. Um, I made the joke on Twitter a long time ago, so I don't know if anyone saw it. Maybe it's just not that good a joke. But I always thought that like everyone should have a Kelly Clarkson answer if you get asked like what's your favorite music as a runner. You know what I mean? Like I do think that Kipchoge probably does love Kelly Clarkson. That that makes sense to me in a couple of ways. But like what if he's trolling us? Like what would your trolling answer be? And I think that mine would be Andy Grammer. If you guys don't know who Andy Grammer is, you probably don't have eight-year-old children or seven-year-old kids. My younger daughter loves Andy Grammer. I'm very familiar with Andy Grammer's work, both on his own albums and when he's featured on other people's songs. So that, like, that's my answer. If anyone ever asks, like, what, what's your favorite music to run to? Andy Grammer. When we were in Tokyo, Robbie and I were trying to find a place to do karaoke. We found a place. We didn't want to like rent a private room, which I think is the way most people do karaoke in Asia. But we found a bar that had karaoke. Uh, and we were there. And I'm looking through the songs that are in English. And I was like, oh, please let there be a whole library of Andrew Grammer songs. I'll be on this thing all night. There were zero Andy Grammer songs. So that was disappointing. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Calvin says, Andy Grammer. Oh, no. Shannon says, I love Andy Grammer. It's catchy. It's fun. I do enjoy the music. I've also listened to it like a thousand times. Shannon says, my, my, my Kelly Clarkson answer would be Coldplay. Ah, oh, interesting. Um, yeah. Who else? Mark Buden says, I'm a bigger, bigger fan of Adam Spelling. I don't know Adam Spelling. Uh, Luis Becerra says, Bad Bunny. Steven C says, Michael Bublé, better answer. I think that's fun. Would you run to my... I mean, I feel like there are people out there that could run to Andy Grammer. I don't know about running to Michael Bublé. Terrence wants to know if there's any believers in here. <laughs> Anthony Allen says, The Andre 3000 new album. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I'm glad that he's living his best life, but that wasn't for me. Mm. Calvin says, you know what? The generational gap can be a fine line. Cannot see any of my peers being that excited for Andy Grammer. Maybe it skips a generation because my seven-year-old daughter loves Andy Grammer. <laughs> All right. I think we had a serious uh, question up here a little bit ago. Um, all right. There's a couple. Rashkumar Rashinji says, Kobe's a great video on being a vegetarian runner back from April 2020. Has your diet changed since then? Will you update that video by April 2024? Thanks. By the way, New Balance, uh, the Cherry Blossom Lottery is open. Will you run with Believe in the Run? Um, I don't, I've run it three years now, two years now. I don't know if I'll be running it again. It's a fun race, though. I do really enjoy it, but I'm not sure. I don't have, I don't have that on my calendar yet. Uh, my diet has not changed very much. If anything, it's just becoming more, I'm getting more tired, not uh, physically, just uh, mental fatigue. Like when I travel, it's really hard because, like at the airport, like you can, like if you just want to grab something fast, you can get like a ham and cheese sandwich or a turkey and cheese sandwich, and if you want a salad you can get a salad but i don't the best thing about being a vegetarian is that you don't ever have to eat a salad again if you don't want to and i don't love salads and so like that like things like that get really frustrating and then i just end up eating like four granola bars for lunch and that's never good so like things like that are becoming tough um and i'm becoming more open like whenever i'm if i'm traveling internationally you know 
having whatever the local delicacies are, even if they include meat kind of thing. So there is ways where I'm becoming like less restrictive about it. Um, and it, it goes in spurts, you know, I'll eat like a bunch of like impossible burgers. Um, they're still vegetarian, but like eating like fake meats, you know, and then other times I'm like, I'm making lots of soups and roast veggies and stir fries and it's great. So it just, it's still kind of the same though. So I probably won't update. Um, Julio Tariquez says, Hey, co huge fan. Oh, thank you. I says, I'm running my first ever half marathon in January. I'm about 215 pounds. What shoes do you recommend? Are the magic speed two or deviate nitro elite one, a good option for under 80 bucks. I think I'd probably go, mm, both are good. I'd probably go with the deviate nitro elite one. If you can get the deviate nitro elite two, that's a much better shoe. Um, but yeah, the magic speed is more for like, um, I, I like that shoe for like five Ks not necessarily half marathons. So like the Deviate Nitro Elite, I've taken that shoe out for 20 mile runs and it's good for that. So I think that would probably be the better choice of those two. And then I think we had another actual question here. Now that I don't like the, the banter. Um, no, I think that was it. Uh, Miguel's here. What's going on, Miguel? He says, uh, Co, it was last, was it last year that you chopped your hair right after CIM? If so, your hair grows fast. I think I got a haircut right before Boston and it was way too short. And I still don't love the cut and I keep meaning to go get it touched up. Um, sometimes when it dries, it just dries like really funny and it kicks out, it kind of kinks out funny and I don't like it. I got to figure out a better way to, to handle it. Maybe the answer is I just got to blow dry it. I don't know. CNC says, you don't win friends with salad. You don't win. It's it's catchy and true. Mm. Sam Miles says, do you have any advice for someone dealing with a metatarsalgia injury? I'm not familiar with that, so I don't know. I feel like bones of the foot, super strong, but when they're hurt, I feel like they're super fragile and touchy. So I would just make sure you're getting medical attention on that. Keep a close eye on it. Oh, okay. Calvin said, there's a question about half tights. Um, did someone ask about half tights? Is that what the question was? Let me see if I can find it. The original question. If I don't see it right away, then I will. Uh... Okay. Uh, I don't see it. But Calvin says, there's a question about half tights and which ones I recommend. Calvin recommends the Rabbit Speedsters, the Trackmith Reggies, and on the expensive end, the Bandit Super Beams, Trackmith Alstons, and the Nike Lava Loops. I'm not familiar with the Lava Loops or the Alstons, I don't think. I think I have the Reggie half tights. Um, and I, I have whatever the Bandit half tights are. Those are really nice um, as well. A different material. It's almost like shimmery. Um... I would say like mine are one of the rabbit speedsters are some of my favorite to add on to that. I would say John G makes a really great half tight. Um, what's it? There's another one that I've been wearing that I've been enjoying. I don't know. Craft makes an okay one. It's really lightweight, but there aren't enough pockets. New balance makes a pretty good one. Same thing. Lightweight. So it's not too hot. Not enough pockets. Adidas makes great ones. Not nearly enough pockets, sometimes zero pockets. Same thing with a lot of the Nike ones. At least the last time I tried Nike half tights. Um, but yeah, those are some good ones to try. And then there's another question here. Uh, Andrew says, have you seen the Boston jacket for 2024? It's blue and red, so hopefully not as polarizing as previous years. I have not seen it. And I'm of the opinion that at this point, it should just be blue and yellow every year. If they want to differentiate them year by year i think that it should be some sort of accent that they do on it um but the main color should just always be blue and yellow it'd be like what's the golf tournament that they wear the green jacket the one that shooter mcgavin tried to steal at the end you know that like if they were like this year we're gonna go with burgundy or ombre people would be like what no it's a green jacket you know, that that's how I feel about the Boston jacket. It should be blue and yellow every year. Mm. 
But Lee says, are you sure it's blue and yellow? The Boston jacket's blue and yellow, right? I thought it was blue and yellow. I don't know. Jordan Brivet says, I've always carried a bottle of water slash electrolytes during a marathon. How do you depend only on little aid station cups for hydration? I would like to ditch the bottle. Um, I have, I like the gels that are a bit bigger. So I've been racing a lot with Martin gels, which are bigger and not as sticky as goose. Um, and now I'm switching over to only using science and sport just because I've been training with it really well. And then I would always switch to Martin's. And the last couple of races I did with Martins, I just, my stomach was wrecked for hours afterwards. And I was like, this isn't right. And so I've been running and racing with uh, science and sport and everything's much, I don't, it's not as like jarring. There's not the same jolt. Although the beta fuels, that gives me a big jolt. That was nice. I used those earlier this week and I was like, Ooh, I feel it. it's kicking in. Took about seven minutes from tearing open the package to feeling it in my legs, you know? So that was fun, but those are much bigger. And so they're almost like a liquid. And so that gives you a little bit more fluid, but you know, I just do every like couple of miles, I'll grab some Gatorade and that gives you the electrolytes. I don't mind, I don't, I don't know, I'm, I don't have too many, too many problems. I guess I do spill a lot of it on myself, but I, I don't mind, I guess, I don't know. Creative Community says, instead of half tights, favorite two-in-one shorts with enough pockets for a marathon amount of gels, probably be Bandit makes the best ones. Uh, Bandit and, uh, no, I think both of them are Bandit. They make a five-inch and a three-inch. Um, and the the tights have side pockets on them, so you could tuck them in the, in, the, in the, I don't know if it's the two or the one, but the spandexy part. Um, they have side pockets, so you could fit, you could. I don't. I've never tried to fit a marathon's worth of gels in there, but you could fit a lot of gels in there. So those are good. And Eric Innumerable says, "I bought the Science and Sport Black Friday pack you recommended. Excited to try them out. All right, cool. You have to let me know which was the worst flavor. <laughs> I know which flavors I like. It's like the citrus ones." Um, and I think for the beta fuel, I have the orange, which is pretty good, but I want to know what are the nasty ones? Let me know. <laughs> Miguel wants to know question one. Did you have, have you tested the Nick bear go gel in part two? Did y'all connect at CIM? So I did not see Nick at all at CIM except on the course. So I went to the Nick, the BP and I keep saying BPM because I'm used to heart rate the BPN uh, shakeout run and I ran into all the BPN athletes and all the CIM ambassadors were also there because it was a BPN and CIM official shakeout run which I think all marathons should have an official shakeout run although a lot of them have 5k races and that's kind of the official shakeout but um, I don't think he was there I didn't think he I don't think he went and I know Matt Chittam wanted to interview him at the expo before the race and we couldn't make it work or he couldn't make it work not i don't know if i was going to be invited to that or not but anyway uh we couldn't make it work um so i didn't see him at all i mean he had i think it was like he wanted to hunker down and just mentally prepare for the race so i didn't get the chance to see him and i've never tested the gels in fact i didn't even know they had gels until eric floberg told me about it because i saw that he was an athlete uh, sponsored by bpn now or an ambassador or whatever you call it. He doesn't even know what he calls it, but he's a BPN athlete. And I was like, wait, what do you do for gels though? He's like, oh, they have gels. I was like, oh, is that new? He's like, no, not that new. I guess it just the Instagram mark. I, I'm guessing now, now that we're talking about it and my phone is nearby, I'm guessing now I'll probably start seeing some ads for it, but I didn't even know. And then I saw Eric Floberg's um, flat lay for CIM. And he went with four of the Nick Bear gels or no, they're not Nick Bear gels. They're BPN gels. And then to uh, Martin Calf. So, yeah. Mm. Creative Community says, I don't think Bandit posts to Europe, do they? I don't know the answer to that one. Hmm. 
All right, and Eric says, I'll report back. All right, t- taste the flavors and let us know which ones are stinkers. <laughs> uh, and Calvin says, Nick Nick was locked in. He crushed it for sure and got our respect to do his size and shape running under 240. I think you got to respect anybody running under 240, regardless of shape, but especially because of shape, I guess. Uh, Sergeant Sullivan, I think that's what the SGT is. Sergeant Sullivan says, Co, what's your opinion on plates for trail racing shoes? A lot of controversy I see out there saying it causes them to be unstable. Curious what your opinion is. Uh, yeah, I think that like what people are calling plates in trail racing shoes is sometimes barely any different than what people have always called rock plates in shoes. So there, that's one thing. Like the plate that's in the Puma Fast R2 is not what's in the Tecton X3 or Tecton X2. You know what I mean? So there's a big difference there. So that's one element of it. Um, and the other element of it is like a lot of the trail shoes that have plates do not have spongy Piba foams. Even if they have Piba foams, like the Speedland, they're not super spongy. And so like the plate is doing less than it does in say like a racing super shoe for the roads. So like, I think that like the, you can't take like, oh, this is what I feel when I run in an Endorphin Elite and say like, do I want to run in an Endorphin Elite on the trails? Like, do I want lugs on my Endorphin Elite? It's a little bit different. Um, I think it's an interesting concept. I like it quite a bit. Uh, I think it depends on the kind of trail that you want to race on. Like people say for racing Western states, having a, a plated trail racer like the new Adidas Terex uh, ultra distance racer makes a lot of sense like the what is it the ultra fly makes a lot of sense for those kinds of races um i saw people running in the adidas Terex shoe the plated shoe at in chamonix i don't know that i would want that for chamonix because i don't need to be that aggressive when i'm running trails like that i'm barely moving faster than a hike a, a power hike pace most of the time so i don't need i don't need a plate um so i think it depends on the trail i don't think that they're necessarily wrong or necessarily needed i think it always depends on the the trail that you're going to race on frank's pointing out that co wore the boston shirt to go clubbing at tre so here there's a story behind that and we'll end with this today so i was with ashley uh and i and hobbs kessler were on the panel at the event at the loop for the supernova rise and so i wore the, the only boston long the only adidas long sleeve that i have is the boston marathon shirt so i wore that one and um and it was it's t- it's t- texas and at nighttime in december so it's not cold but it's not hot either so i needed a long sleeve and we're sitting there and having like burgers and there's beers and stuff and they're like all right well let's we all wanted to go to the same parties that night after the event at the loop there was a party with gooder and a party with on i wanted to go to the on party first because that was far from my hotel and then i wanted to go to the gooder party second because that was a block from my hotel and then just walk home we ended up staying at the loop thing a little bit longer than we had planned and so then like the parties the other parties had already started and we were like, well, if we go back to the hotels and we change, it's going to take a long time and all that stuff. And we wouldn't have taken me a long time, but anyway. So we're like, Ashley's like, we're just going to go straight. And I'm like, that's fine for you because she was dressed like a normal person. But I'm like, I cannot wear a Boston Marathon shirt to a running party like at TRE. That's mega lame. She's like, no one's going to notice just it'll save time you're tired if you go home you're not going to come back out i'm like 50 50 chance you're correct so I'm like she's like you're coming out she's the only reason i went to two parties anyway because left alone i would just wander. i would have wandered home but um but she's like no we're going to both parties you're going now we're not going to stop by no one's going back to their hotels to change we're just going to go like this. No one's going to notice. And I'm like, everyone's going to notice. I'm going to be that guy that wears Boston Marathon shirt. 
but Frank, you're the first person to mention mention it. No one mentioned it in any of the comments of the TRE video. So there you go. So that's it. <sighs> All right. So that's that. Um, that's going to be it for today, guys. Um, let's see. Hopefully, I'm still working on the CIM video. I'm hoping to have it out by tomorrow. But we've got another weekend trip with the family. Daughter's got another climbing competition. So maybe my wife will let me work in the car. Hopefully, I won't get car sick in the car as we're driving. But I'm going to try to get that video out. We'll see. Um, but it should be out by the next time I see you guys, which will be Monday, same time as today, 1 p.m. Central Time. Hopefully, I'll see you then. And in the meantime, be safe out there, everybody. Enjoy your long runs. And for everyone racing, good luck out there.